all we do is crush a lot. Welcome back. I'm your boy Cheese Crush A Lot Podcast. And I had to do it big on this one because a special number in my livelihood has come up in this issue, uh, episode 23. And when I think of 23, I think of greatness. And when I think of greatness, I think of the hip hop review podcast. So I had to bring up Will Gill. From the hip hop review crew, how are you? Oh man, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling even better thanks to that introduction, man. Uh, man, I love coming on other podcasts, especially yours, man. You guys make me feel so blessed to be on here. I'm excited to talk some uh, show Baraka, and uh, I'm I'm just happy that number 23, Michael Jordan, is the episode that I'm on. It uh, feels pretty episode dope. Michael Jordan, Jordan 23. <laughs> 23. And if you've been listening to the hip hop review. Uh, podcast you already know that we fucks with them they're the most entertaining out there um and they're doing big things but we're always happy to collaborate on the crush a lot podcast with you guys we're going to be doing a, a, a mini review this is your world yes, right, we do the rank we do the rankings <laughs> we do the review right but we have a uh, uh, what brought us together was this this artist called show baraka we did a review a while back when Crush It Out Podcast was still getting on its feet, it's probably a hacked up mess. <laughs> Can't save it now, but we've gotten better since then. So we're going to do this mini one. We had Dropped, to run it back. We had to run it back. And when I when this album came out, well, the follow-up or the EP came out, uh, the Narrative Volume 2, Piano and Politics by Shobaraka dropped a, a few weeks ago. The first person I thought about, and I tweeted it to you, was Will Gill. Because I'm like, look, it came out. Um, so we're going to do a quick review, um, but I wanted to get a little bit of a landscape of where you guys are on the Hip Hop Review uh, podcast and where people can find your stuff, um, for they could do it right now while they're listening to the show. Oh, okay. I appreciate it, man. Um, we're pretty much on every podcast platform. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, all you have to do is search Hip Hop Review Podcast. We'll pop up. And uh, even if you just Google Hip Hop Review Podcast, we'll pop up. And if you listen to podcasts on Spotify, uh, we trying to get on there. We waiting for the Illuminati to let us in, but uh, we trying. <laughs> so, yeah, that, uh, that's tough, bro. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I was like, hard. nah. Yeah, I, I wait. They're very selective. But uh, if you definitely check them out, they're ranked, which is a big deal. Um, and so review, check them, check them out, review them, rate them. That helps them. It helps us as well. Um, but we only want your ratings if you're feeling it. If you're not feeling it, I'd rather you say you're not feeling it. Yeah. You Just know? be honest. We, yeah. Give us the feedback. I'm a big fan. I listen to your show just for my entertainment. I don't I don't do it to to look out or because we, we know each other in, in the podcast world. So I do it for my entertainment. Even though I got some bones to pick with the Jay Z reviews, okay, um, I, I, I'm a slide. Got to rate it a little too high for me. Okay, we're gonna I, have to I, do this off the pop. We, we gotta do this. We gotta talk about this. When we do a top five Jay Z, we'll bring on Chris. We'll bring on you, and uh, I, I'll, I'll air my grievances there. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm still, I'm still happy with the album. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's a little revered. Too much for my taste. But let's jump right into one of my favorite MCs right now. Someone for, at least for me, um, you know, I'm 36. 
I'm not a young cat. So he, he, you know, he appeals to my senses a little more. Show Baraka coming out of the Atlanta West Coast area, um, dropped the, in my opinion, one of the best, oh, the best album last year, uh, the narrative, um, and really looking at the narrative of Frederick Douglass, that's kind of like thematically where he's going. This is not for people who don't read, though. Like, you got <laughs> to read. This is a dense person. You know, yeah. he has it's a, a lot. lot to say. It's a lot. He's very dense. And I like that because it's the rewind factor. You got to keep, you know, hearing it over and over and get the references. And I'm still learning. Yeah, but Cheesy, um, you know what the cool thing about it is? Like, musically, though, like, yeah, you got to, like, read to kind of get that little extra knowledge that he's dropping. But the music's just flat out good, dog. So, you know, you 36, I'm 26. I enjoy the album. And I show ain't reading all day, every day. You know, I read here and there. But, uh, man... That album was definitely something special. And I know you gave it a, a A minus. I gave it an A minus. So go back to the episode and check that out. And if you want to get to know Show Baraka a little more, we also did an interview with him, I believe in like episode 16 or 18, around there, uh, when he came out to Brooklyn and we met up with him. He was very gracious. And me and Callie West got together with him and we did a, a in-person interview. Yeah, that's super uh, with dope. Bar- yeah, and we went to his show. We saw the sound check. He's just a humble dude. Um, and if you don't want to buy the music, that's cool. Just go to humblebeats.com and you can download all their music for free. Word. Just letting people know. They're, they're, they're very much, if you want to buy and support it, you know where to go. iTunes, whatever. Yeah, I fucked with that free 99. If you don't, yeah, free 99 right there on the website. Let's get right into it. The Narrative Volume 2, Piano and Politics. Hip-hop review crew, Will Gill. Shout out to Vontae the Pro. Shout out to Sir Love Day and Callie West. You got to jump out. on this, guys. <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and I know we, I missed you in the summer. We, we tried, but it was hard. Let's get right into it. Uh, episode Michael Jordan. Uh, um, what were your thoughts of this EP? It came out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, one, right off the rip, when you when you hit me with that tweet, I didn't even know it dropped. That's how like out of the nowhere it was. Even like I remember on um, Apple Music they put their new releases, and I remember scrolling through the new releases, and uh, the project didn't even show on there. And like I was like, okay, that's pretty crazy. But like you know, he's a growing artist. He has his own lane. So and hip hop and just not just hip hop music, just been dropping albums like crazy to, thanks to this new streaming age. So it's easy for like albums to get flushed out. But when you hit me with it, I was super excited. Like you said, I gave his last project an A minus. And this one is the volume two of the project that I gave an A minus to. So already like I'm like, okay, so this is a little bit more of what I like from show Baraka. Like I know I'm most likely going to enjoy this because I, I enjoyed volume one. And then when I saw that it had um, six tracks. It made me think that, okay, is this kind of like a, a untitled, unmastered for Kendrick's, for Kendrick, because it's like, these are maybe, are these the records that didn't make volume one? And these are kind of just holdovers that he's going to uh, give us while uh, we're waiting on his new project. So that was going through my mind. But uh, at the end of the day, I was just excited to hear some new stuff from show Baraka because your boy is a fan. How are you feeling yeah. about him show? Uh, uh, when, when he first came out, when the album dropped, I didn't know either. And just like you, I, every Friday night, and, and my and my part, partner says it's crazy because I'll be up Friday night waiting till midnight to come for all the releases to come out, and I can just start <laughs> downloading. <laughs> you know what's dope about being on the West Coast, man? Uh, the the new albums show up at nine o'clock. 
oh man, I wait till midnight because I, I need to make a playlist <laughs> that night before I go to work the next day. Word. Like I want to download ready to go. So I didn't see it. I only knew it because, you know, I follow a lot of these cats on Twitter if I could keep up to with their concerts and stuff. That's really why I have Twitter for is to find out when they're on tour and stuff like that. And I and they just tweeted it out. I'm like, what is this? What volume two? So I'm thinking it's a full compilation and it's not. It's a, it's an EP. I'm like, I'm good. And I thought exactly what you did. Are these the leftovers? Are these the ones that didn't come? And and uh, no, that's not what this is. This is four... Uh, there's six songs, but four original new songs that's post-narrative, meaning he recorded it after narrative because the content is, is, is current. Yeah, the lyrics um, are very current. Very current, and so... He just kept with the thematics. He just was, I guess, more inspired or, or got inspired and wrote four new songs. And he remixed two other songs from the album. So let's jump right into it. Since it's just such a short album, we could go song by song. All right. Um, right? So yeah, let's do it. Started off with the first track, track number one, uh, Pandantic. Pandemic. Uh, and yeah, Pandemic, uh, which really means like people who are like, or I wouldn't say people, but just in love with like misinformation. It's kind of like what the root of the word means. It's like just not really following truth and just following everything else, um, which is kind of what the song is about. All right, word. Uh, first of all, Cheese, I just want to say I appreciate you for that definition because I definitely did not know what that word meant. And I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right, but uh, I'm trying. Me either. I tried. I, <laughs> but I'm I trying. even went to the dictionary and like, pressed a little icon that says uh, that lets you play it. I'm like, I'm going to forget this. Already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, but uh, it's like, uh, pedantic, I think. It's pedantic. Yeah. Someone correct us on the, on, the, on the messages. Yeah. But uh, for me, man, uh, the track number one, first like right off the rip like the denzel quote that he uses to like open this record and i think he also has it sprinkled throughout the song here and there i thought i thought did a perfect job of just like setting the tone of like where this mini ep is gonna go it's like you could tell like the themes were gonna be a little bit darker a little bit more i would say dance and uh and very current to where like the state of I would say news media is at the state of uh, social media is at, and like that's why um, it's very clear that these are not holdover songs. Like these are songs that are written post uh, his first volume one. And then I would say uh, I felt like this was one of the most interesting hooks I've heard in a long time. Just touching on the subject of like mind numbing over information. And the verses were hard as fuck too, man. Verse one, he's a guy that's just like looking for information for the sole reason of being right. Just uh, just to sound smarter to somebody else. We all know those guys that just like look up facts all damn day just to throw them at you. But they can't explain more than they're just repeating what people had told them. Yeah. They're yeah. just regurgitate, regurgitating the same thing, but I have no idea what they're yeah. talking about. And so, like, on verse one, he's kind of, like, talking in that guy's perspective, but then he wraps it up at the end about being, like, this person isn't growing as a human being. Like, his soul is being ignored. And verse two, he touches, like, on mob mentality, but, like, in a very unique way. It's, like, he's talking about uh, mob mentality, not in an aggressive way. Like, I'm going to punch you in your face if you don't listen to me. But in a way of, like, social acceptance and peer pressure and, like, these are... 
these are the cool kids so you can't talk you can't talk back to the cool kids the cool kids are always right and that's kind of like how i feel like when he's talking about those bars i feel like he's talking about specifically twitter you know you say some wild shit on twitter literally like a million people come to tell you that you wrong and even if you are wrong like it's just like that mob mentality is like just super strong so it's kind of dope that he touched it touched on it and verse three uh he just reminds us that like knowledge and wisdom are like two different things and i just like the fact that like each one of his verses were very specific they were uh straight to the point they had a purpose and uh, i feel like he executed and i really i really like the songwriting on this uh on this specific song how you feel about it yeah, I was. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. He took a Denzel, <clears throat> a Denzel interview that was popular on social media, um, and I guess inspired him, and he ran with it. And I think from there you get a lot of introspective thoughts, like how he's getting getting overstimulated, but over that overstimulation is also kind of weighing him down to the point of not doing anything about it. It's just information for information's sake. It's not anything that's that's prudent. And he was really in there trying to like, how do, you, how do I get information but get inspired to move and do things? I have all this information and all I want to do is not do anything. And, that's, and I, how do I mobilize myself? So it's like, he's like, is it too much information? Is it overstimulation? I mean, the chorus... Is pretty much uh, that's why how the choruses uh, wind down. So, man, what a way to start! Yeah, what a way to start. Like it was pretty. I feel like this song right here was kind of like a punch in the face. I'm like about oh snap, there's no, there's no uh, excuse there's no happy. my yeah, excuse my turn, but he ain't pussyfooting around no. <laughs> on this on this EP. Like right when you hit there, boom, we going heavy, and uh, and it's pretty much heavy. Throughout the whole ride, too. That's the crazy yeah. thing about it. And the and the production's not heavy though. The productions is one of the more lighter production on the on the yeah. album. It's not yeah. it's not a dark feeling. Uh, sonically, it's not dark at all. Um, it's, yeah, honestly, you know, little... if the production wasn't so light, I would probably need somebody to pray for me because it would just fuck me up <laughs> so much. Because like the songwriting is just so like gut wrenching that I need that uh I need that brightness from the instrumental to kind of keep me pushing throughout my day because you know there is always a tomorrow and I can't be fucking around and being depressed over you know day-to-day life that this song is addressing <laughs> it's addressing it and I think we all think about these things without noticing that we're thinking about it and I think that he just articulated it in a in a in a very interesting and exact way that just but like, yeah, I had these thoughts before, um, and I just think he's he's able to just articulate it and put it out there. So I think that's very, very uh, talented of him. That's what he does. Um, let, let's go right into number two, Pianos in Jericho. This is where it really gets, the trend continues. Um, he is going in again. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take the lead on this one? Now take the lead. Okay. Uh, me personally... It's like, I don't love this record, but it's because the tone of the song, like I need to be in a very specific mood for me to like throw this song on because it's just so heavy, man. But the song itself is just like one big metaphor using the wall of Jericho as a parallel, as like uh, using it as a parallel to point out like issues that are holding people back from God. I think verse two, he does a good job of kind of like 
pulling the song together with a nice bow and tie to kind of lighten up the mood a little bit when he's talking about uh how the walls came down for his grandma uh when she got to see barack obama elected from being in uh divided water fountains from his brother I, I believe was like an attic and like you know church helped him get back on the right path and like uh how how the his walls came down when he found god and how that made him be a, a better human being so for like all the heaviness of this song i think show does a good job of kind of like wrapping everything up a little lighter so you're not walking around all day with your head down yeah yeah for, for sure uh this was a definitely a very heavy piano driven drum beat um and it's it's different it's different from the first song the first song was definitely lighter and very articulate and and very sophisticated this one is a little more cynical in terms of you know you you want me to do this but you do this you want me to give to the poor but i need to get paid more yeah that was yeah exactly you know so he's making these analogies like you want this but the reason this can't happen because of this is happened or there's a contradiction there and i um so for me i i just see it i see it was being a little cynical um and a little frustrated like you want all these things i i've heard him use this type of rhyme flow before in another track on another album where he was making those kind of same comparisons um but it's i would say out of the four new tracks that's it's my least favorite one yeah definitely i would agree and, with that and it's the, uh, I wouldn't say I skip it because there's only four songs. So, it's, you know, it's not really for me to skip it. But it's the, it's doesn't hold me like the other ones do. Um, and it's not as memorable. It's, it, the chorus is not as memorable. Uh, the lyrics are there, but, and the beat is hard, but it doesn't get me like the other ones do or any other songs from the narrative so yeah. for me it's on the lower end when you put both of them together but it's still a hard song and it's still an interesting song i, I think i can only hear it a few more times and i'm kind of done yeah. with it, it um, I, I feel like the song is good just for thought and kind of like a thought invoking song but as like as a music as me do i want to listen to this song just so i could enjoy some music i'm not always going back to it and I, I remember on the when we reviewed the first narrative, I had said that one of my favorite things about Show Baraka is like the first thing I noticed was he was a good rapper. And not till I looked up um, looked up some information about him did I find out that he's not technically a Christian rapper, but you know he has that leanings. And I felt like on the on volume one he did a good job of like not over getting you know religious. But like, I felt like this song is like, unless you're really into the church, like I don't really see nobody bumping this. Correct. I, I there's two songs like that on this album. Like this one's, I agree with you. Like the narrative was perfectly balanced. You knew that he was everything was towards a religious lean. But there's two songs in particular in this EP that was like, if you're church folks, you would totally, totally, totally get everything that he's saying, and that you will probably bump with it. Yeah, and and that might be off-putting if you're looking for like just a listening pleasures. Yeah, um, this EP is not that. This EP is like an extension of the narrative, uh, but it's. I agree with you, a hundred percent with those things. Uh, of course, if this was Jay Z, we wouldn't agree on almost anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, piano, uh, piano bar number three. Um, for me, this is this song. 
uh, I like the production on it is great. It's it's a little bit of mixed of like a little western like piano Word. doohickey th- and with old school hip hop influence. You got the DJ scratching. You got some of the old break beats in there. Yeah. So it's a little like homage to like old school music, but also a saloon type vibe, which is those two things shouldn't go together. Yeah, that's a perfect um, explanation of that uh, instrumental. Shout out to you, Cheese. I was like, what? Well, it, it sounded familiar. It's like a Western with old school hip hop roots in it. Work. So on a production, it shouldn't work, but it does work. At least it, it worked for me. Like I, it was an interesting sonically to hear it, um, and lyrically, I mean, show Baraka the show Baraka. I yeah, mean, it's piano I mean, bars, just like the title says. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bars. It's like give me a piano, and this whole album, the piano is the main focus, and political po- uh, pianos and politics is like he tells you what it is. He just decides, yeah, I'm a show off. Yeah. I That's feel, what he does. Yeah. I fuck with this record because for me, it just, I just feel like his show just flexing through bars. He's like in a real confident flow. Like he all has like lines where he says, "My my rhymes are vicious, your flow suspicious." Like you know, somebody's feeling themselves, and they, you know, chances of me being whack never to zero. <laughs> and uh, he's also hit us with bars like when he said, uh, "I'm out to lunch eating rappers around nine a.m. in the morning because I'm way ahead of my time. I really like uh, that setup he has on that bar. And the way he delivers it is super uh, crisp and it really hits right at the end of the first verse. And then uh, one of my favorite lines on the whole EP that he uh, says, and it's on this song, uh, Piano Bars, is when he says, uh, you got folks losing sleep trying to prove that they woke. And I was like, man, there's a there's a lot of uh, that going on right now. <laughs> he he find he does that. He'll find like a a structure and he'll just milk it. He'll just milk it. Like in the last song, um, pianos and uh, pianos and Jericho, he had that little structure where he'll compare things. Yeah. And in this song, he had he had different ways of just saying he's gonna destroy you. <laughs> and, and and he does that a lot in a lot of his songs. He he did it in the narrative. He does it in a couple other feature songs. Um, this is probably my favorite track on the on the album. It's fun. It's light. It's battle rap. It's like come get it if you want it. And and I like that. I, every album should have one of those songs where you just show why you're why you a why rapper. You should, why you why a you're rapper. a rapper? Why you're a rapper? <laughs> and I don't. I, we didn't get that on the narrative. But we he was very focused on the messages he wanted to send. And yeah. This one it was like. Yo, I'm, I'm, I like you said, I'm feeling myself. I know I'm good. Come get it. Yeah, but Come what, get what, it. I, what I think it was was on the narrative on volume one, the, the album was so complex and he was hitting so many things and being so balanced that there was so much for him to address to get everything with the right note. I think this album is kind of like the album cover. It's like it's black and white. Everything is a very specific, very direct, and I feel like that's why this. Uh, piano bars work so well on this EP is because uh, it's just him saying, you know, I know he's a, a Christian rapper, so pardon my French, but uh, he's just saying he's the shit. And uh, it's, it's, everything's black and white on this EP, and uh, so is his braggadocious. Yeah, he's definitely braggadocious. I mean, I saw him live, I met him. Um, <laughs> he's a humble dude, but you could be humble and cocky at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, ain't nothing wrong and... with that. I, I, I know I am. Um, so uh, I know Jay-Z is too. Anyway. Um, anyway, no, but this is my favorite track on the record. Number four, though, is this number four. Uh, how do you even say that? Pluralism. Pluralism. 
pluralism. pluralism. Someone correct us. Correct yeah. us in the messages. I told you Listen, I don't read. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, fake, I fake read. I fake read. Um, Audio book. Th- uh, yeah, this one is on the other track that I refer to as a very religious, Christian heavy song. This is definitely one that I could definitely relate to um, growing up in the church where it's like you want to leave this church because your church is starting to make you um, villainize you and and you see a lot of issues with the church so we're going I'm, I'm addressing it and because I'm addressing it I am now the villain yeah you're getting pushed back I, yeah you're getting pushed back and but you don't want to really walk away because you're in a you're almost on the verge of making some positive change in the church because you know your voice is important but at the same time it's it's becoming increasingly hard because the leadership is 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 out to get you and and he has verses on here that just strikes well with any type of employment or any type of hierarchy structure of you know man there's so many lines in here that I just connect so well with um he talks about um wow where do I start he talks about really the you know there's the part where he wasn't even rapping when he's talking to like himself he's like you know everybody want to be royalty nobody want to be servants Vince yeah that's a great line the one where he says that we are monolithic was also a very striking line like yeah we are we are diverse but your language and your curriculum and your structure is monolithic. So we're not really diverse. Yeah, because and, nobody thinks different. And then he has that follow-up just to kind of put more emphasis on the monolithic bar. Yeah, and then I love, like, towards the end of the song, he breaks down this conversation that he's having with himself or some imaginary person. And it, that conversation is goes right into a verse so seamlessly. Like, the conversation is a verse. And I thought that was a very unique... Uh, structure which he played a lot around uh, in the EP but just lyrically that was one of the the best songs I've heard him and just structurally it was great Um, and it was just uh, I want to say it's not my favorite because piano bars was I just like bars but this (laughs) one was was the the one the emotional song at least for me was like the very impactful song emotionally because I related to it in a different way word 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 for me, like I feel like this record is um, at, just like at a musical, like as enjoyment. I feel like this is one of the uh, more catchier hooks that he has on this EP. It's kind of pretty easy to sing along with it. Uh, hold up, I ain't feeling your energy. Your energy. You know, it, it's super catchy. Just to, you know, by the third time you hear it, you just kind of catch yourself mumbling along. So like, I feel like that's right off the rip like one of the strong points of this uh of this specific song i feel like the songwriting though was super bleak shows like rapping about like the world would never be a perfect place pretty much and even when he's talking about utopia he's still bringing up things that are not perfect in in utopia because you know nothing will ever be perfect it's he's always he's doing this thing where he's like utopia is cool but and like kind of kanye shoulder shrugs it and then like uh, correct me if you think I'm wrong or if you want to expand on this more, uh, Cheese. But I think Shell's also pointing out on this record, like the the overall theme of it is that absolute power corrupts absolutely as long as like man is in charge of that power and kind of saying like we just need to leave things in God's hands. I think that's kind of like the overall message of this song. What do you think about that? 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely get that sense as well. I also get the sense that in this song, it's, it, I think it goes back to that verse where he talks about not everybody wants to be servants. Everyone, everyone says equal, but they really want power. Yeah. And I think it's really that's this power dynamic that he's talking about where you want to create and you have opinions about where to take the church or your organization or whatever crew or subculture you belong to. But the hierarchies don't let you infiltrate it for you can make that change because they don't want to lesser their position. And that's and that's relatable in any way. If you yeah. want to get a promotion in a job, but the you know, they don't value your opinion because they want to keep you down, even though they might think you're a good worker or they're threatened by your work. Mm-hmm. I know that's happened to me. I mean, that's happened to me at work. Is like sometimes I have to play dumb just so I could get noticed and not play <laughs> smart because that's thre- that's threatening. Word, word. Right. So I think it's from that. He, I think he's talking about that, but having absolute power and not sharing it, and and and, and empowering your your congregation or your workforce is you have to question what you're doing. And, and that's why I think he's bringing up and it brings us for him. He has this confliction. Like, what do I do? This is the church that I believe in. And now it's like kind of my enemy. Um, and that's, that's, I hope he talks to his wife about it. <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah. So it's a great song. Um, great way to close the album. We have two songs after that. Um, where he, you know, we just get some remixes with different um, yeah. tracks on there. We have maybe both one of the stronger tracks from the narrative. Um, uh, you know, it's a it's an alright remix. I, I, the beat I think would be better if it, both beats would have been better with original content. I just didn't like. I not that I didn't like. I just know the other one so well that it just felt weird. Yeah, for to me, me, for me, the uh, the maybe it was both maybe both uh, placement of of that song on this ep volume two i thought was very interesting because um i would say maybe both was one of the darker songs on volume one and i would say volume two tone wise is a lot darker so it's funny that the darkest song from volume one makes it over to get a remix on volume two also you know it kind of fits into the first four songs and i wanted to ask you man because i know on our last review on volume one you said you wasn't feeling here and uh, so, do you, so do you think this upgrades here for you at all? This is a better. I like this version better than the original version. I hated. I I hate anytime anybody uses any type of horns, and it's horns from the piano. Yeah, it's very noticeable, and it bothers me too much, and I can't get over it. So in that in the original song, he uses horns, but you could tell it's like sound effect horns from a piano. And I just, I just couldn't do it. I just can't do it. If you can't afford the <laughs> horns, don't do the horns, you know, or sample the horns. And this one, it's a different track. It's a little easier to get into, but I just don't like the track. Period. I just, it just doesn't. I just don't like it. I don't like the chorus. I don't, I don't like anything about the song. Um, I mean, the lyrics are great, but I, I just, I just feel like it's. They should remix it again if he drops another EP, or just, or, or throw it away like. People should throw away the Jay Z album. Um, so, <laughs> four, four, four. I'm a, I, I like the album. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, uh, I can see why they do it. If you like those songs, you might want to check out the narrative. I can, I can see why you would do it. But I would have preferred either leave it as four songs or six original songs, yeah. or maybe four new songs and two unreleased songs that I could, 
you know, that are incomplete, whatever, unmastered. I'm okay with that too. Yeah, with, with the I, I, with the B flip on here, I feel like Show was really just trying to uh, like grab a younger audience with that uh, yeah. instrumental, and which you know, I, I don't love the song. I don't even really love the new instrumental, but I see what he's doing, and at least it makes sense on paper. Oh, sure, yeah, it makes sense. I, for me, I, I want it if I could give them feedback. Just think about me. Think about me and give me something else. Because um, we don't know when the next time Show Baraka is going to drop anything because he, he really does take his time. And I know he's in a little bit on a hiatus at the moment. So that. So where's your overall ready, you know, rating with this? Usually you do your, you know, A, B, C, A minus. <laughs> it's kind of hard to rate an EP in my opinion. Yeah. Like I couldn't like figure out. But where are you? Yeah. Uh, at first, I just feel like this. Just before I give a grade, I'm just going to give a couple uh, ex- thoughts to just kind of flesh out why I'm giving it this grade. One, I feel like this EP is way darker than Volume 1 was. So if you listen to Volume 2 and you just feel like this EP is a little bit dark for you, maybe you're not feeling show Barack, I suggest go back to Volume 1 and give <laughs> and uh, give that a listen to see if you enjoy it more because Volume 2 is definitely super dense i feel like this ep was missing the balance and the complexity of his last project it's hard it's hard to do it with four songs i understand but you know it was very straight straight in your face on this ep i miss like the very human moments that he had on the uh on volume one where like he was simply just picking up a girl you know trying to get a girl to dance with him just having a good time there is no good time on this ep really and uh, at at the end of it, I feel like Show Baraka is just like kind of questioning everything, criticizing everything from politics to religion, f- philosophers. He even has a couple bars for like new age mumble rappers. So yeah, to me, he, he, he so to me he's kind of coming off as like someone that's preaching from his high horse on this EP. And I and I'm saying go back to volume 1 if you if you're not feeling this because I don't think he came off like that at all in volume 1. Volume 2, it just kind of seems like it seems like uh he's he's the one throwing stones but like he's not he he's looking inward but like in a very like I don't I, I can't explain like uh he has his like it feels like he has his he thinks he's I, I don't even want to put no thoughts in his head, but I think like he's coming from a. I'll I just keep it at my original point where it said he's. Uh, I feel like he's coming off of a high horse on this on this uh, EP just based on the songwriting. Yeah. But musically, I, I, it was good, and I just give it a C just to wrap up. <laughs> a C. I, I think that the narrative was recorded before Donald Trump was in office. Donald Trump's in office, and he's sad. Mm-hmm. That's the way I took it. Like the man, the dude is sad. Yeah, it sounds like a very sad EP. Yeah, and he's going through some stuff. He's not balanced enough in the world, and it and it shows. Yeah, and it shows, and that might turn you off. Anyone who checks it out, that might turn you off. But if you listen to the narrative, Volume One, and then you listen to this, and just and just read the plight of his path, then you're gonna see that this guy went from, you know, introspective, fun loving. Let's you know. Let's work together to this dark place. I want to know how he got there. Yeah. You know what happened? Like, let's sit on the couch and talk about it, bro. Like, yeah. go get a hug. Go get a, <laughs> get a therapist. Something. Work it out. But I agree with you. 
for me, I give it. If for me, it was a B, um, and I and I, for me, it was a B because I I rated it more as a, an extension of the narrative. Word. So it's like the narrative finishes, and then I just play this one. Um, that's the way I kind of approached it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it should have been repackaged like a narrative, the narrative deluxe edition with four new songs. Maybe it would have been a little different. Word. Um, and that, but it might maybe it got lost in translation if you would do that because you don't, I don't, you know, it would be. I don't know what they're marketing. Yeah, it, it would, would be, be a, lot a lot of songs. Of songs. So, and I can hear, and maybe it wouldn't stand out. Wouldn't give you a reason to listen to it. So that's my opinion. Um, you got a C, right? You said C. Yeah, C. I got a B. That's pretty good. Yeah, solid. Um, so that's that's a solid. But check out the narrative, then check out the volume two. Let us know what you think. Hit us up at Crush a Lot Podcast at gmail.com um, if you want to get on the show if you want to leave a comment check us out on iTunes SoundCloud leave a comment if you hate it love it tell us to get better stop stop taking jabs at Jay-Z and J. Cole I'm not <laughs> going to but you're gonna you could come on the show and, and, and challenge me on it yeah, you're welcome let to know. do that let Cheese know yeah. to relax yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, check out uh, Will Gill he's on Twitter that's uh, Will underscore Gill right if I remember yeah right? yeah yep yeah, there you go. You see, I'm not old yet. My man. Um, and and Hip Hop Review Crew also on, you can check them out on Twitter. Twitter. Um, they post, they try to do it every Monday. They try. Um, yeah. We- and, but they got, they got some good stuff out there. The Jay-Z one is really good. The Lauren Hill one is one of my favorite ones. Um, so definitely check them out. And uh, leave us uh, comments and all that good stuff, all right? Yeah. Um, for one of the things I wanted to share here real quick before we go is... There's a lot of stuff out there in the world. And one of the things that I'm, I'm grateful for this sh- show is meeting people like Will and, and people that I've been able to interact around the world. And if you ever feel like your anxieties are taking over or depression's taking over or whatever stuff you're going through, just know that no one's ever alone and that everyone should be met with compassion and with empathy. And if we just start meeting people at that level, the world will be a better place. So I want to thank you, Will, uh, for really, you know, getting on here and collaborating when you, you could easily say no and be like, nah, I'm going to do my thing. You didn't do that. You were like, let's do it. Um, and let's have fun doing it. And I appreciate that. And we need more of that in, in the world. So take it from two guys that have no idea who each other are. <laughs> one from the East Coast and one from the West Coast. Um, that's how we do it here in the Crush Line Hip Hop Review Podcast. Word, man. Hey, uh, I appreciate your last words. I'm probably about to crash out after this. And uh, I just want to say we fucks with you heavy cheese because of shit like that, man. And uh, we support your guys' podcast a hundred percent and uh thank you for having me on and uh hey and uh thank you for those uh those words to end this podcast because uh that's a message that does need to be out there yeah let's take care of our mental health people and and keep balance right saying that episode 24 coming out soon wu-tang series coming out and uh, check out the hip-hop review crew uh dropping episodes pretty much every monday but subscribe alert yourself all that good stuff we out